Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Salad or Dolly, through a great party. We all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Episode two, babe. <laughs> what did my voice say? Something funny. <laughs> We've both had COVID since the last episode, so anyway, episode two. Episode two. Are you still basking in the glow of that first one coming out? That was really fun. It was so sweet. We we're just hearing such nice things, and it was amazing looking at the um, listeners were split basically down the middle between Americans and Australians, with a smattering of. UK and Israelis and stuff, but yeah, just so nice. Where did the um, Israelis come through? I don't know. I thought you brought them. <laughs> You've got some cousins. I, I do. I have I some Israeli cousins. I don't have any. Uh, I'm such a weirdo. I I grew up in LA, but I thought my mom's a New York Jew, but I thought that I, I didn't know that LA had a lot of Jewish people <clears throat> until I don't know junior high when someone was like, uh, "Yeah, you're in uh, the entertainment city." <laughs> I know you didn't grow up entrenched in a sense of deep, like Jewish identity the well, way I did. That was I, really foist upon me. It wasn't. My grandparents knew, like, didn't have any non-Jewish friends, but they were very non-religious. I think because my grandpa grew up Orthodox and he hated it so much. And so, yeah, I got all the best, the best of the Jewishness. You got the sense of humor and the self-deprecation and the neuroses. Yes, for sure. Um, so by the time people, by the time this podcast comes out, there will have been the results of an election in Australia for, we do have like, it seems like half Americans, half Australians listening. And so the Americans might not know this, but there's a very important and, and federal yeah, election. And it's cool in Australia. If for example, you vote green, you're not knocking out the, um, you're not giving votes to the side. Cause we have preferences. Yeah. Yes. Like in the States, say you wanted a green party, you might, and say you're a Democrat and you don't want the votes to go to a Republican you wouldn't go for the Green Party because you'd be afraid to take away from the vote. But Australia is so, so killer in that exactly. way. Exactly. That I do think is really good. But I did want to, I was wrestling with this when I knew we were going to record today, like what to say, because the mood is going to be, especially amongst um, our listeners, I think the mood is going to be markedly different depending on the outcome of the election, which I can't tell. So I thought I'd just do two different intros okay. and that people can listen to, you know, take what they want. Yeah. Um, in the case that um, uh, the libs are out of there, which is what we're assuming. Congratulations, team. We all came together. Um, progressive voters who care about addressing climate change and First Nations issues and uh, protecting women's rights. And just it's, you know, look, we are living under capitalism and this is not a perfect system, but anything's better than having the government that has just been in there for the last uh, the last four years. Here, okay, here. Now the alternate version okay. um, in the case that um, uh, uh, the, the Liberal Party stayed in there. 
Guys, I know it's demoralizing. Um, we're all we're all feeling a little worse for wear after this battle. Um, but just remember that uh, even within the midst of adversity, we can continue to take care of each other and fight for positive things and, uh, and you know, justice and, and protecting our planet. And uh, even though Australia uh, w- appears to, will continue to do nothing about climate change for the next four years, um, let's all just do what we can individually. That was the depressing one. I should have flipped them, hey? That's all right. I, you that know, point. I was thinking also another thing I love about Australia is they always honor the land and the um, the First Nations people who live on the land. And people in the States don't, except for Goldie's Progressive School. <laughs> Most people don't do that. I, I love know, that. I was thinking we should maybe I do. Know. I wouldn't mind like with, uh, with I, I like Abby Chatfield's. She yeah. always starts with a acknowledgement of country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be nice to do that. We're in LA at the moment. Yeah, and, the, and I think it's the, who who's in Malibu? What, try, that not that the, I. the. The Shumash, but Shumash. I forget what the name of the actual tribe is. Yeah. I can find it out. Christian yeah. Lee Hudson knows a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, I should yeah. ask him. It's so nice. We should do that. Let's yeah. start doing that on the next Let's app. Let's do it. Um, so what else has been going on for you this week besides us both being yeah, – I got I got more sick than you. Yeah, we're, I, we're I was pretty good. Now. Yeah, um, that was all right. I started watching kind of – usually I'm very – uh, I'm not pretentious, but I like I like I love cinema. I like you know I watch like kind of uh, high art films, you know. But I was I've been watching. I watched Pretty Woman for the first time. I'm deep in. I'm watching Amazing. Bridget. What drew you to that? Was that your um, just your wanting to be a better advocate for sex workers? Or what was <laughs> that the- I definitely think. There should be, uh, yeah. Also, another thing, yeah. Australia, sex work is legal. Yeah, that's true. Which is so good. Then that's you true. get they get the care and protection, but whatever. It's, bit, it's archaic, isn't it, Pretty Woman, or is it an okay? I don't know. How did you, you left it? And right now I'm watching Bridget Jones' diary, so I was afraid I was going to come in, come in and with a bad English accent. But my, I think that hers was fine. I I think I would have done a bad I have done English accents in in jobs before, and even though I am half, I am sort of English, half English, not a good, I mean, I shouldn't say this in case someone wants to hire me, but it takes a sec for me to get there. Well, look, in the first episode, you did an Australian accent. What about if in every episode we work through country by country? We're starting with big ones, but give us a little bit of a British accent. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to. I'm not. But I'll answer the question I about... I a theme song for it. I own his accent. <laughs> um, well, oh, I... You did your fanzine, though. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think just to answer back, Sorry. I don't know. I guess I must be in the mood for... What are those in the 90s, those movies? I don't know. Just some sort of vibe that's going on with them. My grandmother did not like the idea of Pretty Woman. She was not ready to be open-minded about a rom-com about a sex really? worker. Yeah, wasn't she was... My grandfather, I remember, told me in the war he had went to see a prostitute, but he never kissed her on the lips. Only your grandmother. I only kissed your grandmother, which I think I was older when he told me, but... It's a weird detail because on one hand, that's <laughs> nice, but then you can't help but imagine all the other stuff that he did do, which you don't necessarily want to He was like grandpa. such a Bowery boy. I just pictured him against a wall in an alley, like old school. Straight up front on. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. And you know. missionary, like face I didn't. To face. I, and when I envision it, which I, yeah. I don't really, but in my peripheral, the momentary vision is in a, in a sort of alley, just quickie standing up. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, um, but he's a, he's a, you talk about him a lot because I remind you of him a little bit. Well, he right? had a lot of energy and a, a, a starka is that there's yeah. a Yiddish word for, or what's the there's like also an Indian a Kafka whatever they're called. No, not Kafka. What's that Indian? There's oh, you a, mean the Ayurveda? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You classify your. I think that, I think a lot of people get a very clear picture if we start describing everyone in terms of which Ayurvedic. Uh, Model that went yeah. like kapha, pizza, or vata. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, he was he was like a strong guy, right? Very strong guy, but little and a cab driver. Yeah, like that. You know that funny. I never saw P- pickle. What was the Seth Rogen movie? Whatever about the grandfather who American comes American pickle because it's like the grandfather who comes back and sees the Nebishi, you know, their grandchildren. Like that generation were just tough, tough guys, and. Um, you know, we're, we're soft and, but not after these few years, we're going to be toughened up. My grandma was just like, um, amazing, but she was a racist immigrant, which always like. My grandfather was practically a communist and not racist. It was, at, I just thought all. it was perplexing how like my grandmother so benefited from Australia's open borders and being able to come and start a new life. But I think she thought it should end with her. Right. No one after her. That's it. Close the doors. Now. Well, your mom does a lot of good stuff. I grew up with just my parents were like involved in the Labor Party and unions and just real lefties. Yeah. And she yeah. worked to uh, help people understand health care who came in the country yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Big, big social, big social mama. justice. Yeah. Big um, mama. And um, so, yeah. So, but you're, I was so excited. Oh, we yeah. We put out your fanzine, fanzine yesterday. Of your art, art. Art fanzine. Yeah, Ben is and it's so. Sold out in like it's not in two hours. Oh, it was so fast, as fast as could be. I mean, it was so great to have to paint every day. Usually, I do oil paintings, and they take you know months. And so this was, uh, and usually, I mean, like once a year, I do an oil painting these days. But this was so cool, and it brought me back to my twenties. I felt like again, like a twenty-year-old doing, you know art and it was so cool yeah i went down to the post office and mailed them all today because you're still recovering and it was so fun just i think you sold 50 of them and just thinking about everyone getting them in there it's like the idea of an art fanzine too it's like it's almost um i think it's kind of like subversive in the sense that it doesn't slot into any of the clear um I don't know, just sort of like the way we define productivity and success and, uh, you know, achievement and capitalism. Like it's just this beautiful little object that people are going to get in the mail. And I just get so excited thinking about our friends and, and all your people who love your work, just opening them up. Yeah. And it's, it's fun. Yeah. I wanted it to be, you know, it's not a coffee table book, but not so small that or thin where you're like, what do I do with this? Like, it's like a card where you're like, do I keep this? But Big enough so that you can have, it's like an object you can have. Totally. And you're about to do a tour in oh, Australia. Man. We, haven't, we haven't been separated in, I mean, since before the pandemic. Like in Australia, I went off and did a bit of sort of weekend touring and that, but we're about to be apart for three weeks, Yeah. which is a trip. But I'm really excited because I'm going to go and um, launch. I've done this insane i mean there's so much fun stuff coming up in the next few weeks for me work-wise and then um, i'm gonna meet you and I'll then you and goldie and... are coming out and kate uh, my stepdaughter your daughter kate yeah. is on the way we're gonna cross paths she's basically coming back to yeah. after being in australia longer yeah so um but yeah that's gonna be weird being apart so we're gonna tape this um remotely and we'll see how that goes next level i feel like we're getting um you know initiated into the all the levels of podcasting 
I know. It's a, it's a big deal. I have nothing more to say about that. <laughs> I don't know what these levels are, but I'm in. New levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got some questions. I love these. Oh, and I don't know if they're questions even, but some voicemails. Oh, voicemails. Okay. So um, should I pull one of them up? Here we go. Hello, Ione and Ben. It's Eamon here, and I've got a little trivia game for you. It's it's called Footy Player or Crocodile. I'm going to give you three headlines from Australia, and for each of them, I need you to tell me whether it was about a footy player or a crocodile. Okay, A is in 2015, a party goer on a night out was bitten on the leg by a blank. B, in 2022, a blank was spotted asleep in a Bunnings trailer. And C, in 1995, a blank entered a casino and urinated under the blackjack table. Good luck. Eamon, how fun is that? I love that he's like playing a game with us. These are really good. I don't know who Eamon is, but that you just brought you brought some prime content to also, this podcast. Also, these, these, I'm pretty good at these kinds of and things. And you're an expert at footy. <laughs> and we have a lot to I'm say not, about your relationship I'm to not, footy. We do. Should we answer first and then do my yeah, relationship? So the first one was okay, bit, the first one bitten on a leg. leg. I think that's a footy player. Okay, a footy player got bitten or did the biting? Did the biting. Okay, you're saying a, a footy player... We, we'll, we'll do this with you because you're... Okay, the, and then B, the I think that... That was the, who was sleeping in the Bunnings, Bunnings trailer. Bunnings, <laughs> which Americans, that's like the Home Depot. Yeah. And I really like Bunnings. Um... It's a, a Home Depot. Okay, the Bunnings. I think that's a gator, alligator, or so there a crocodile. Was an, there was a whatever that was. There was a have. giant reptile asleep yeah, I in think the that's, Bunnings trailer. That and then who uh, wandered into a casino and urinated? I mean, I think that's a footy player. All right, let's hear the answers, Eamon. All righty, here, here are the answers. In 2015, a party goer hey. on a night out was bitten on the leg by a NRL player named Dane Nielsen. What, what a dirty dog. Uh, B. In I'm good at this kind of thing. A crocodile was spotted to sleep in a Bunnings trailer, and in 1995, entering a casino and urinating <sighs> under the blackjack table was an I only sky three for three. I'm good at that kind How'd of. I go? could be a one of those. Well, I don't you know. You could if be it's... a footy commentator. You could be on the footy show. No, I was gonna. <laughs> I was going to say a detective who can see who's lying and, you know, yeah, I'm good at that kind of thing. Yeah, but only about footy. I only- really think that's... <laughs> okay, tell all right. About this okay, listen, footy listen. There's football and then I've I've watched, like, when I had an English boyfriend, I watched, like, Chelsea, which is uh, that's soccer. soccer. Yeah. So I know American football, you know, relatively well. I mean, not that well, but I know the rules-ish, right? And soccer-ish, right? That's the same thing. Well, but American football and soccer. Sorry, yes, British, British British and American. I understand. Soccer in America is very different too. Yes, yes, yes. Then I get to Australia, thinking it's like England, because basically it is in that way. A lot of English people brought their stuff over. They're convicts. They're convicts, but they're you know they they have oh culture. Yeah, they you play. Croquet? No, not croquet. You play cricket. 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 Well, you sometimes uh, pronounce it croquet. And also the pubs, which are called hotels, which is not necessary. Your mother got very annoyed at me when I said, "People, do people sleep at them? And she's like, no. No, we sleep in Bunnings trailers. <laughs> so anyway, there's a lot of British stuff, right? Um, and But then I'm watching, so I'll name drop. You know, Russell Crowe happens to like you, Ben Lee. 
And when we first arrived, What's not to like? you're wonderful. He likes a, you know, a, a sort of rascal type of person. And he has a team. You know, he's a real mover and a shaker, that guy. South Sydney rabbit eyes. Yeah. And he's, you know, and so I, I, we go to watch the game one night. Had I seen it before? I can't even, it, Americans. You were perplexed. I can't even tell also, you. Because you're not with someone who's like such a major footy fan that I'd like considered it my like duty to no, I think I watched a little bit before yeah. to see. You'd watched the Young Talent Time history. That was your main entry into Australian Yeah, culture, and right? Americans, yeah. what is that? Tell the Americans what that is like. Oh, that's sort of like Star Search. It was that yeah. type of Yeah, and I got really into Tina Arena. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, back to footy. Back so to footy. So there's t- how many different types? Of, of, of football in Australia? Yeah. Three. Oh, that's it? <laughs> League, <laughs> Union, and Aussie Rules. It but feels, you don't understand any it, of them. I know, so, so it like, feels yeah, yeah. like there's yeah. eight types. Yeah. So this one, the Rabbitohs. Rugby league. Yeah. Rugby league. There's a passing thing that happens. Yeah. And it's as if you're, it's as if you drop something on the floor and you're trying to pass it, but you keep dropping it again. That's what it looks like. <laughs> like you have to keep, it's like you drop something and you're, chatting. it's as if you were chatting to someone and you didn't realize you didn't get it. The, they, they do something where they're, and I'm sure it's hard and amazing, and I'm not putting it down. But it, it sounds looks, like you're putting it down. But it yeah. looks like you're just passing passing over and over through your legs. Like, you know what it very looks like? Fast. It looks like when, you know when dogs poo, and then they it like... Sounds like you're putting it down. <laughs> no, no, but you know when they do with their feet on the grass really quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. They do I wonder that where that came from. So anyway, that's yeah. what happened. And the team's incredible. I mean, they're so... Fit and fantastic, and they. And that it, was your main takeaway: was this little pass they do with the start. I know, really put, couldn't, and I went to watch, and I like. Not only do I want to impress Russell Crowe, because not that I'm like, you know, a man worshiping woman, but I really, you know, he makes you want to impress him, and whatever. I wanted to show I was paying attention. Big Daddy energy. He's yeah, yeah which yeah, I yeah, love, yeah. and so I'm like watching the game every single second. Um, and I'm, and I still have no idea how it goes. But then we ended up, um, and then our oh, friends, yeah. um, became a Michelle fun. and Sam, we did some sketches that we oh, did, right. all based around your relation or lack of relationship to rugby league. We did some sketches. Yeah. We yeah. had a little show in, in Australia yeah. and we did a sketch about it and it was, it was good. It wasn't the best of the sketches, but it was a pretty good one. <laughs> That's a good, good, nice self-critical evaluation for the uh, audience. That's great. Um, and um, okay, cool. I love that. If anyone else wants to give us trivia, we love that. So you can email us at weirdertogetherpod at gmail.com. Send a voice note like Eamon did. Eamon, you're like the star pupil. That was amazing. What an yeah. example. Um, send stuff like that and we'll use it. Um, let me- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today me to let me pull up another one of these good day, mate this is steve from tamarama just wondering uh, what did you mean in born from this bullshit about being in a cult uh what was behind that what you know what what do i mean all right thanks mate 
Steve, you're, you're dredging up, um, you're, you're dredging up conversations in our marriage that have like we've we've put them to bed officially. But so he asked, "What did he be?" Ben has a lyric uh, in uh, for this bullshit. In, in his yeah. new single, um, "I joined three cults and I left them." Yeah, and it's very cool the way he says it. <laughs> very cool. I I did. I loved cults when I was younger, and and I now mean, you're like the the anti the anti. Now I hate cults. Hate. I loved. You know what it's like. I'm a bit like um, you know, an adaptation. Um, the I forget the guy's name. You know, the character who's like obsessed with orchids. Yeah, and he's telling the story about being obsessed with fish, like tropical fish. When oh, he's young, yeah. he's like, he's like, and then one day I woke up and I was just like. Fuck fish. <laughs> I'm a bit like that. Yeah. Um, but well, I'm, you haven't thrown me away. Thank no, I'm not throwing you away. Um, but yeah, I I think my hunger for answers and meaning and community led me into some very weird. But do you think that you you do you think the biggest thing is more just the uh, experience of being in the community and sort of uh, counterculture versus do you think thinking you're looking for answers i'm sure you were but do you think the bigger thing is more just being in a kind of group or something yeah i like being in a group and i liked um i did believe i, I was a big sucker for secret knowledge oh yeah in the same way that like a band like when, when there's a new artist who comes up and no one knows about them yet and they're awesome you feel like a real insider when you discover yeah, something you're you like feel... oh my god i want to tell everyone and yeah. um, i feel like spiritual groups and that they rely on a pretty similar appeal yeah um and so yeah i was i did all kinds of stuff i was in a like sort of a Qigong kind of cult in New York. And then I was w- was with an Indian guru who married us. I mean, I schlepped Ioni. <laughs> oh, my God. I, our wedding is so funny because it wasn't. I'd we got been, married there. I'd yeah. been to India, but um, I, this part, it was like very rural. It's not a touristy part where this uh, guru lived. And so I did not, I, 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 pra- I practically discouraged. I discouraged everybody from coming because... It wasn't like, you know, a fabulous part. I mean, I love that area anyway. It's in the South. It's 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 still very wonderful place. But it was really funny. Ben managed to get like everybody to come because he's very persuasive. Well, so I mean, my mom and my brother came, of course. And but like, let's, Nash Edgerton and Oh, Lisa yeah. Higgins well, you got, I'm just saying I was funny. I was came. so like, you know, don't come. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> You'll be too uncomfortable. <laughs> but, but you, I feel like when I look back at our marriage and just my maturity, it's sort of like, it's almost like you married someone who is still like almost like a cheater, like not ready to settle down yeah, yeah, yeah. or a drug addict or something. Like you married someone with a problem yeah. and you were patient. Yeah. I mean, it's so, I, I don't encourage. That's what you get for marrying young, younger people. Yeah, you, you do have to go the problem, through, right? You have to go through it. I mean, it's funny because it like who who knew, you know, I had been, I've been with addicts and, and cheaters and all of that. And it like when I was with you, I knew you already, but it's so funny. I never thought that this would be something to be patient through. I didn't even know it was a problem until it was like I was in another one. I was like, hold on a second. This is getting weird. But anyway, at this point in my life, it's so funny. Like I so, I had to go through all that. It's almost like I had to knock on every door of someone telling me there was some secret answer. And now I just do not believe that anyone has secret answers to anything. I think like, 
it's a very personal experience being alive and I just don't um I don't trust it at all. So it made me cynical in a sense, but also like more innocent because now I just, I do what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, yeah. that's and more And you fun. are, you're a reformed coal topper. Yeah. So I, I came up with this idea for another segment. I thought everyone loved Goldie being part of it. Yeah, so yeah. I thought I'd get her back in here um, and I'll explain to you what this is going to be. Okay. okay. Gold. Come on in. Okay. Hey, Golds. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? So everyone loved you being on the podcast last week, so I wanted to include you in this bit. Great. You into it? Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do, guys, I looked up some, just to keep it on theme, weirder together, I looked up what kind of weird news was happening this week, and I just thought these could be some interesting things. I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on these three pieces of news. Okay. Okay. So this week... There was a man in Japan who accidentally received an entire town's COVID-19 assistance for low-income families. It accidentally all went into his account. And by the time they realized it was him, he refused to return it because he'd spent most of it on online gambling. The 24-year-old resident spent he got the equivalent of 46 million yen which is $360,000 and he went and gambled it away. Um, what do you think about that? That's sad. <laughs> That's sad. It's sad. Let's not do okay. that. One. That's too sad. Cuz wasn't that for like people? Yeah, it's too sad. Okay. So um the owner of a rural English pub says this week that he was asked to change his bar's name by a fashion magazine because of the village where it's located, Vogue. Mark Graham, who runs the Star Inn at Vogue, said he received a letter from British Vogue publisher Condonast saying that the name would cause problems because members of the public might confuse the two businesses. Uh, Wait, what was the name? Vogue. That's no good. It reminds me of my, my father. What about your father? Uh, asking my brother to change his name because it was confusing Googling. But your father named your brother. I know. You? It's sort of that, that was sort of a bummer. So, Patton? I don't understand. So, Vogue magazine asked this pub, a little tiny pub in England called Vogue, to change their name. I think they, they should. Might be confused. I think they should. Confused about what? They might go into this little pub thinking that it was a like a fashion establishment. I think they should in, do the opposite. They should use the pub in some way. They should make their offices in that pub or do oh. something fun. Like what's a fun thing, Collapse, Ben? You could, spirit of collaboration. Yeah, they should do something. They should do Vogue, you know, or do Vogue dancing or do something. Or Vogue fish and chips. Or they just like do nothing. What's the problem with that? That's true. Well, listen, this guy, Graham, he's standing his ground. He said, there's always too much of a case of the big boys trying to stomp on the little boys. And as soon as I realized what they were trying to do, I said, you're not having me, my handsome. Yeah, why doesn't Vogue rename their business? That's instead? right, my handsome. So he wrote a reply noting that the village in Cornwall country, about 250 miles southwest of London, is older than the magazine. Of course. Which was only founded in 1916. So maybe Vogue stole it from him. That's what he said. He said, I presume at the time when you chose the name Vogue, you didn't seek permission from the villagers of the real Vogue. The real Vogue. So there you go. Vogue. So wait, what happened? It's, they... it's still pending. Oh. 
Yeah. He just, he answered categorically no to changing the name of the pub. So that's, that's some weird news. Okay. This is another one. Listen to this. This woman went to the doctor this week and she got an itemized bill back from it. No, these are all like logistical. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. But listen, on the bill, it said like these are the things that she got charged for. 20 bucks for visual acuity screening. Um, $15 for a hemoglobin test. It's hemoglobin. Blood, Blood. test. Uh, $30 for a capillary capillary blood draw and why do they have to name it such weird names can't you just name capillary capillary and forty dollars for a brief emotional assessment okay now this is what's interesting about this this the, the woman said that she didn't go in for any emotional assessment but she did cry Oh. In the appointment at the doctor. So she was charged $40 for crying. Okay, wow. but I need more backstory. Like, how long did she cry for? Did, like, she help her with anything? Because if she acted as, like, a therapist, then I guess that's fair. But if she just, like, cried briefly about, like, kind of nothing important, then I don't think she should be charged. Well, let me ask you this. What is the appropriate price to pay for crying? Well, no. Like, this must it, be a like new said, thing. No, it really depends. Yeah. Because if she's like gave her like actual advice, like therapist advice, then that's fine for charging. Like if she was just like emotionally dumping stuff on her, then I think that's fine. Okay, so should people be should should there be fines for crying? It really depends. Is it a fine? I mean, it's like a it's bill. Not a fine. It's, it's just a, like a bill. bill. But that's I true. never knew there was. I think forty dollars is a bit extreme. What would I you? Think it should okay, be a dollar let's... for every minute she cries. A dollar a minute. No, like $2. The $40 is more than the visual screening, the hemo- hemoglobin, the health risk assessment, and the blood draw. No, the tears were particularly offensive and expensive. No, because the blood draw was only $30. I and know. And crying was 40 the, That's what I mean. They really do not like tears there. And everything else like 20 and under. Well, um, that's the end of the weird news I dug up for you. Is it kind of unimpressive? I don't think this segment is going to last, particularly into future episodes, but we got to try things, you know, guys? I mean, there could be... Well, we're doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, there could yeah. be... Yeah. Reading articles is not... We can find <laughs> a couple other ones. <laughs> we can find some more. But I like that idea. Yeah. All right. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. All right. So, hey, um, apparently it really helps us if you're, um, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you click, you know, obviously five stars. I mean, I can't imagine oh. you would give this anything less and write a line or two review if, you, if you're enjoying it, if you like it. But um, yeah. Do you like so, writing reviews? I don't do it much, but I have done it for friends podcasts when I hear people. I like, like doing Airbnb reviews. Oh, you do, don't you? I don't know why. A little bit. Okay, I don't so love he, it. So here's the new offer. <laughs> so listener, I've gone every, from I like it to yeah, listen, listen, I don't listen, listen. love it. This is what I'm suggesting. <laughs> okay, so here's my here's my suggestion. Um, anyone, this is an offer. Anyone who reviews our podcasts, I only will review your dress sense. No, not really. Let's not do that. I'll but. do a portrait of your dog, of your child, of oh, your parents. You're too invested. No. Too invested. Let's keep it light. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, 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 but yeah, but, but thank you. And please, and, and share the podcast uh, with your friends if you've enjoyed it. Um, come see me on tour in June around Australia. Um, so I have uh, done commissions, but I, they do take a lot out of me. They do. That's a really... You're, are you following the thread of the conversation? <laughs> 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 okay, you're saying review. No, no, us. I'm saying I'm going on Five, tour. I'm, I'm going on tour, and I'm I like, know. we want to come to the concerts. Okay, so 
<laughs> okay, so I'm playing around Australia in it's June. It's so good. Your live shows are so incredible. I when I when we were dating, I saw you with P, I remember I was standing with Peter Dinklage, name drop. You'll know when you I'm a name dropper, right, Ben? You are a name dropper, but, but you, it's you do good. Have a charm. You Listen, do have a charm. because so but Peter Dinklage, if you don't know, is this wonderful actor, and he's very funny. And we were in New York at Game the, of Thrones. He's in people, of course, from. and many. No, I'm yeah. saying people don't. Oh, know he was in Game yeah, of yeah. Thrones. Anyway, he's. I feel like everyone would know him, but yeah, we were at the um, Irving Ballroom. No, what's it called? Irving Plaza. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Irving Ballroom. And um, I was just dating you, like just, and you sang "Catch My Disease," and he said something so funny. He was like, "I hope you're being careful." Something funny about that—a funny joke, yeah, a joke about that's never that. Been made before. <laughs> but it was funny because we were dating, and it was a funny one. Yeah, it was. It was. But um, your live shows are—I can oh, watch them every time. Thank you. Thank you. You totally redeemed yourself of derailing my tour dates a moment ago. Oh, no, go back. What are they? No, that's great. No, no, it's perfect. Thank you. It's fine. People can look up on my socials. I'm playing um, uh, two shows in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide, and Perth. We're having a Weirder Together launch for this podcast at Cafe Frida's in Sydney on June 29th. And we're going to be doing a whole bunch of fun stuff in Australia while we're down there. So, um, yeah. And thank you to everyone who bought your fanzine. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. Um, we love you guys. Oh, so this is what we were going to do today. What? Because we've been sick and we haven't had anyone over to jam lately. I thought oh. we'd jam. Oh, yes. Me and you. So yeah. you're going to be on the drums. Yeah. I'm going to be on the guitar. Okay. And we're going to let us jamming take this episode out. Okay. All right. See you guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.